Hiring? With Indeed, your search is over. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to... The New Nasty Boys. I'm your co-host this morning, afternoon, evening, whenever you decide to watch or listen to this thing, Billy DeVore, and sitting next to me is co-host... Chris Weir! Welcome back to the Fart Dungeon, Nasty Nation. How you been? They're good, dude. They're all horned up and ready for you, Yeah, dude. welcome to 2024, <laughs> y'all. Oh, baby! Ooh. Well, I know you guys had a pod uh, so far in the new year, but mm-hmm. this is the first time, I think, first time in the new year... Back down here, I think, yeah. Yeah, yeah, in the, in the fart hole. Yeah, things are still the same, still stinks down here. That's not true, that's not all the same. You got your record player up and working. Oh yeah, it's a new addition, I love it. I think I'm gonna find a, a brand new hobby here, and it's it's been so much fun. And it's an expensive one, and the worst thing is, is that it, it's, well, it's a good thing and a bad thing, but the worst thing is, is that it takes up so much space, <laughs> and hopefully you never move again. Yeah, I'm not it's planning It's heavy. On it. Mm-hmm. It's so heavy. Yeah, uh, I got to play the George Carlin. It's the first one that we've had like over there, just hanging out uh, in the background. I got to put that on as the first one. I was so stoked. Yeah, yeah, because I didn't think it would work. Isn't it nice to listen to comedy on vinyl? Yeah, I mean it's such like an old album too. I was surprised George Carlin was just barking at me in the room all of a sudden. <laughs> but yeah. Sit on the couch, you close your eyes, and you're like, I can imagine where this is. Mm-hmm. You can fill in the blanks of what he's doing. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's like, I get it, George. You're on the plane. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Love it. Super cool sets, new edition. Yeah, it's nice. It's nice and warm and fuzzy when it's like, you can't say these words on TV. <laughs> it's pretty great. Oh, man. I just got the, that book outrageous. Speaking of stuff you can't say, it's that Cliff Nesteroff. Mm-hmm. It's good. It's good. He wrote that uh, the comedian's book. The comedian's book. You've seen you've seen uh, the photo. It's like it looks like uh, the f- f- fucking uh, Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club album, but oh, with comics. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, but uh, speaking of outrage, that's uh, that's something fun. I'll have to pick that up. Yeah, let's check it out. I have to read it. Mm-hmm. God, now you're making me read. What? The no, I'm sorry. Come on. I'm sorry. How was uh, the New Year? It was great. It was super fun. We hung out. Yeah, we did. We had a great time. We had our New Year's Eve bash. I did not watch the sunrise this year, which was a nice change of pace. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, we have an ice-shaped, uh, ice-shaped, you know how ice takes shape. Uh-huh. Uh, a wiener-shaped ice luge. Uh-huh. Did you take a shot out of it? Oh, yeah, I did. I sucked the straw out of that thing. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, tequila. Uh-huh. UTI. <laughs> yeah, to clear it out, what we have to do is uh, we flush the tequila down, then we pour cranberry juice <laughs> down the top. Yeah. Clears straight through the passage. You're mm-hmm. good. That almost made me throw up, legit. Like, because it was so much. It was uh, tequila in the back of your mouth all of a sudden. <laughs> and uh, it. I almost threw up uh, on your basement floor. Because it just hit the back of your throat? Yeah, much like something else that would shoot out of a phallic like that. It got me in the very back. It was very <laughs> extremely salty. I didn't appreciate it. 
Uh, and everyone's high-fiving around me. I said, stop filming! Stop filming! <laughs> the whole time they're pouring it down, he's like, just don't get in my hair! <laughs> that was really fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah, dude, that was a great time. I, I brought back some beer, and somebody, I got uh, somebody's uh, rum aged, it was like a beer aged in a rum barrel. And it was the nastiest thing I think I've ever tried in my life. That sounds like something Holmes brought. Yeah, it, it mixed in with my... I had a six-pack of Guinness, and I brought like a few of them home, and one of them was like that rum thing. Yeah. It's like... I, what I was having, I was like, oh, this, is, this isn't a Guinness. And I poured it, and I went to drink, and I was like, oh my god, whoever... I dumped it all out. <laughs> and I was like, whoever likes this is an alcoholic. <laughs> It's, it tastes like the way liquor would for, like, if you were, like, a bootlegger or something like that. If it was, sure. made like, bathtub gin. That's what yeah. it tasted like. <laughs> this was made out of copper in someone's backyard. Yeah. This was yeah. made uh, under darkness uh, with oppressive law and no love. <laughs> and the source, peat source was firewood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it, God. It was awful. But That's the, terrible. the night was great. I it had was a really so fun. fun. Um, we had a great time. And then, uh, what? And then, you know, last week... You know, same old, same old. But you, you did a show that you wanted to talk about. That was a, 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 how do we put this? It was in a unique location for a fun group of folks. Oh yeah, lifestyles group. That's what they were uh, billed as. But uh, yeah, it was a bunch of swingers in a show. That was cool. So like, I totally forgot about that. We did a. <laughs> I was talking all about that, uh, the New Year stuff, but uh, not the the swinger thing. Uh, so yeah, before uh, Billy's party, uh, got to do a show with uh, one of my buddies, Tabari, uh, and it was at this uh, hotel in Blue Ash mm-hmm. that was for a bunch of swingers. They had like this whole like convention that was there. As soon as you walk in, yeah. they had like you know a table set up. They had like hedonism stuff playing. And it was like a really big uh, hotel. Lots of pineapples upside down. There was. There was a ton of upside down pineapples. Um, And everyone was like, there was like a color coordinated thing. It was like a crimson red thing going on. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, A lot of people walk around in masks and things. A lot of, a lot of uh, ugly ducklings dressing as swans. (laughs) Uh, Lots of masks, so what, eyes wide shut, holes wide open? Oh, yeah, eyes wide shut, uh, a lot of, uh, I don't know, canker sores. That's that's what it seemed like. Uh, But there was also some really nice, but the the show was good. Everyone's very attentive, uh, the crowd very nice. Uh, It did feel very much like, you know, a corporate event, a lot of round tables. Sure. And it was a bunch of, like, horny adults for, like, at a homecoming, because they're all wearing, like, uh, vests and, like, red vests, the crimson ties. Yeah. Uh, A lot of bad choices. (laughs) Uh, and, and clothing, just uh, okay. but they were all very cool, and I got to have a fun set. Got to bring up Tabari. I watched him for a little while, and then I, the the Bengals were playing too, yeah. so I had to watch that. I stepped out and watched them, but uh, it was fun, very nice. Thanks to all the people that uh, hung out and were very. I did not mean that as a pun. <laughs> Thanks for all those people that came, and I'm sure uh, you guys had a great time. You sure with that pun, too? Yeah, yeah. Come on. on. But that was a good thing, too, because like we clearly weren't like the final entertainment of the evening, so we got to go on early, <laughs> and that's why we got to catch Billy's, you know, uh, early side did. We went there, and or, yeah. It was great. <laughs> yeah, it was the great. The swingers are cool. So it would be, it'd be really weird if they weren't nice. When you walk in, they're rude, and they're kind of just like, kind of just, eh. You know, just thank you. I'm eating ass here. Come on. Leave me alone. I'm trying to pull out my orgy tart. Yeah, this guy's being a little crude. (laughs) It's like as you got your knuckles like in every, you know, a bunch of different people. 
It's yeah. like, yeah, can we get a clean show, actually? <laughs> yeah, we were like uh, the appetizers for like the, the stand-up 69. So... <laughs> Yeah, it was a great time. Talked to a handful of people. That was pretty nice. There was one guy uh, that was missing like an eye, and he had like he was a Whoa. yeah he was uh, in Iraq, I believe. Uh, very nice buff dude. Talked yeah. to him for a little while. So later he, he was in Irene. Yeah, he was in Iraq and Irene. Uh, did two tours in Irene. <laughs> but uh, he was pretty cool. He had like I think like some sort of design. It was like it almost looked like a bullseye like on his eye, and it was very uh, very intimidating. I'll say very striking. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, everyone is very uh, cool there. <laughs> Thanks He's, for being cool. <laughs> Thanks for being cool and knowing my boundaries. Yes. <laughs> and then the guy's like, "Hey, you want to see something cool?" <laughs> yeah. Thanks for knowing more of a looker and not a toucher. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah, but that, that, that was cool. That's really cool. That's a good time. Uh, that, dude, I would. I, there's, I guess there's uh, in Indiana, there's a show you can do, and it's on a, at a nudist colony. I've heard about that. I would do that. Yeah, I'm Give interested. Yeah, I'm. <sighs> I would be interested, but like having to deal with hecklers, it'd be difficult to try to shut down a heckler that's having sex. And it's like, that's what it's for. So you just kind of have to tolerate it and know that you're like, they paid you to essentially be background music. You're not going to be like the star of the show. Sure. So you're sharing the stage probably (laughs) with the audience. Well, there's a difference between swingers and a nudist colony. True. Swingers, they're at a hotel. They take over the dining room. Mm -hmm. They want the continental breakfast, continental breakfast, Mm -hmm. whatever the next day. But they're like, you know, they're still clothed. They're doing stuff. They're talking. There's the event, which is you lubing them up. And then Tavari, who's horny uh, monster. them down. Horny monster. <laughs> and then they then they go and have the drinks. They've had drinks. And then they go and they take over two hotel floors and then bounce around room to room. Yeah. With their pineapples and, and their glass eyes. <laughs> <laughs> A nudist colony. Pineapples and glass eyes. <laughs> the the name of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> deal um but then the nudist colony people just want to walk around naked it 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 eventually leads to to you know group stuff i would assume because everyone's naked all day yeah but it's not their number one intent Mm -hmm. we're number one intent with a swingers gala as i will call it Mm -hmm. you're going in to go in Mm -hmm. later it's the build-up right nudist colony yeah, I just want to be naked. You know, it's not a not a like a like a fully a, a sex thing. Yeah, it's more of like a, a buffet of like uh, your expressions with your mm-hmm. sexuality and your nakedness. Whereas uh, the swingers is more a bit of an aperitif. There's like an appetizer portion. You got mm-hmm. things just kind of figured out. You got it's yeah. a plate service exactly. for swingers, not a buffet de beef. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, you've got your build up. Yeah, exactly. So. I don't. Would you ever do a show like that? You're like, hey man, it, uh, we need you at the courtyard in uh, in Springboro. We got another swingers convention. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, they're nice. Uh, they so they pay weird me extra. They they're very cool. Uh, so yeah, I'd do it again. They're a very attentive crowd. Of course they hang. Yeah, they, they, they hung out. They hung out. Mm-hmm. You know, they they putzed around. <laughs> very attentive. Oh man, yeah, that'd be fun. Man, how? 
How do you even get that? Just just you got the call from Tabari, I'm assuming. Yeah, I think like there's some there's like some like gig stuff you can find like online, and that's I'm assuming like uh, what he had. So oh, I, adult friend finder. Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> uh, it was Grinder. That's what he told me. Oh yeah, on. I got it. So he was on the Bumble, and then uh, they reached out, I think, to him and said, hey, we need some really horny comics. Mm -hmm. uh, so they reached out to Tabari, got me, um, yeah. and then that's uh, how it happened. So, dude, yeah, people still put out, like, bat signals online. So it's just kind of weird how, like, shows can happen. Crazy. Absolutely mm -hmm. wild. Well, they need, a, they need a good chuckle before they get to fucking. Yeah. Come on. A little chuckle fuck. A little chuckle fucking. That is so fucking funny, yeah. man. Got to start the new year uh, off right, I feel. You got to start it off with... A bang. A bang! Hey, come on, come on, come on, come on. Mm -hmm. That's fun for us. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Oh, that's great. I didn't have any show mishaps or really anything of uh, of of crazy note recently. I mm -hmm. uh, what's the crazy? I watched Saltburn. That's the craziest thing I did. I'm not sure if I know what Saltburn is. You need to watch it. Okay. It's very good. Yeah. But when you turn it off, you're gonna be like. Why did Billy make me watch this? Is it like a movie? Is it like a? It's a movie. You can okay. watch it on Amazon. Mm -hmm. um, it's about uh, this is all I can tell you because then everything just goes sideways. It's a guy. He goes to college, mm -hmm. and he has trouble making friends. And then he makes a friend, and that friend invites him to his family's mansion. Okay. Called Saltburn, Saltburn. and it's fucking wild. Okay. Just you know. I loved it, but it's there's some gross stuff. I'll give it a shot. It's there's some gross stuff. Well, I'll check in with you next week, and after you watch it, <laughs> we have a we have a merry fuck kill to play. All right, all right, okay. Because I've been playing it all week with people that have seen it, and uh, definitely watch it. Lauren will like it. Yeah, uh, maybe. I don't. Can she handle like uncomfortable situations? Absolutely, she handles that better than uh, I think what I can. Okay. Yeah. Did you bring her to the swinger show? Yeah, she stayed there. She said she had something going on. She <laughs> yeah. said she's going to be third floor management. <laughs> I don't know. She said a whole gang was coming over. And then, uh, I don't know, there was a bunch of tarps involved. I had to get out of there. No, she likes uh, that stuff. Like, The Sinner, she's watched that before. Like, I've like there's some of those shows like where you watch. Especially when it deals with, like, very awful sex situations. Sure. It just makes you just feel like terrible. At least for me, it's just like, oh, I just start squirming and it just doesn't feel like a lot of those shows. It's like, man, I don't feel better after watching this. Yeah. But I'll watch Saltburn. You'll feel better after you watch yeah. it. You'll feel like a better person. Okay. It's great. It's fantastic. Um, putting some salt in the wound. Uh, Shoto Iwamaga. I think I said that so wrong. The guy, he came, he was the number two. Mm -hmm. Oh. Is that a burp? Okay, close. Something's coming out. Uh, I'm, you know what? I'm going to double check it before I butcher it again. Just to meet Shota Imanaga. I-M-A-N-A-G-A. Imanaga. Imanaga. Is that how you say it? That's how it sounds. That's how it sounds to me. If I'm wrong, don't fucking correct me. We tried. We tried. I read it. Um, so the, the Cubs finally went out and made a big signing. Yeah, before they didn't really do much of anything. No, it's like five years, 15 million each. So that's, you know, like, uh, was that 85 million bucks? I'm not here to do math right now. Mm -mm, it's all deferred anyways. It's all deferred. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's getting paid in Italian beefs. Yeah. Italian beefs. <laughs> and, uh, and uh, oh, man. Oh, I can't. There's no way I'm going to remember. Who knows? Some coupons to Beef O'Brady's. I'm not sure. Beef O'Brady's. Go to Beef. Beef, beef. 
Big, uh, big Al's. Al's beef is the big one. Al's beef. God. And then the the shitty fucking deep dish. Deep dish is shitty. Uno's? There's Uno's, but there's another one. It starts with a D, and it's really pissing me off. Domino's? You better not be shitting on Domino's. <laughs> I would never shit on the Domino's tracker. <laughs> All right. Now I have to do the quick Google deep dish Chicago, and it's going to piss me off when I see it. I guarantee it. Dennis Eckerly's? Giordano's. That's it. Giordano's. All right. Yay. I'm glad we figured that out. Uh, thank you. That's now how we can move. Pay. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's like, show us your Giordano's. <laughs> Giordano's. Bring it up on, put it up on the screen. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they finally signed a guy. He's a... Uh, you know, uh, MLB trade rumors said a three to four starter. Uh, someone who writes for Baseball America said more like a four to a five. You know, 90 to 95 mile an hour fastball. You know, probably some wild off speed stuff. Mm -hmm. I would have to also have to assume. Um, does this does this do anything for you with the Cubs? Does this move the? <laughs> yeah, deal? it does, baby. No, uh, it does something for me. Uh, no, I think it's yeah, whatever. They're not really doing much. Uh, I think the Reds are, are on track to have a really good season. I don't see the Cubs doing much uh, in the way of being competitive next year. No, no. So. Well, like you know, knowing uh, since I'm in the Discord with the the ranters from San Ranto, <laughs> that was a wild statement for me to throw that out there. That was insane. That's bulletin board <laughs> material right there, dude. Dude, I bet that Christopher Morell is gonna see this, clip it, and just put it on his locker. Just be like, man. They said we aren't going to do much, boys. <laughs> well, I mean, they got uh, this guy. That, that's fine. I, I'm just like, there's not much to really really talk about down with the offseason. But compared to the Reds, the Reds did a lot more. They did a lot more. But there's still time, like I was saying, with the ranters in the Discord. And I've been trying to talk them off a ledge, which is like, there's still like half of the posts. There's still half of the offseason to sign mm -hmm. people. And boom, they go and they get one of, they get the other starting Japanese pitcher that was available. Mm -hmm. um, it doesn't move the needle for me. But it does indicate that they have been patient and that they are going to spend money. Mm -hmm. um, if they spend and they bring back Bellinger, because it looks like it's just Bellinger and the uh, the Cubs and the Giants, and then Reese Hoskins is another rumored guy they're going after to play first, does that even move the needle for you? Because then it's what? They've got a four or five starter. They have an everyday first baseman and then Bellinger playing center. Is that even? Does that uh, does that tickle tickle you a little bit more? It moves it even farther down. Yeah. Less, no. Uh, <laughs> Talk shit. No, I don't ever want to sleep on the Cubs. They're a really good organization. They got a, you know a ton of money that they can uh, pull from here, and they ha they're coming off a, a, a down season, so I know they're going to have a lot you know on their shoulders. You know, as far as wanting to redeem themselves and then uh, pay service to the fans. So I can see them making uh, more moves here and catching up to where. The Reds and some of the others in the division have spent. For sure. I mean, shit. They they finished one game better than us. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay. And they they, they, I, they still don't have a closer. They haven't addressed anything in their bullpen. And the bullpen's been their biggest problem. So if they go out and they, like, wait until, like, late January, early February and swoop up some of those dudes that we talked about, mm -hmm. like uh, David Robertson, they somehow swing and get Josh Hader. Yeah. Then I'm, I am concerned. But until then... I am not concerned that the Reds will still win the division. Yeah, I mean, that all sounds pretty uh, logical. 
yeah. I'm right with you there, buddy. Thanks, pal. Yeah. Appreciate it. I'm glad you're right behind me on this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really rearing me on this take. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm not concerned with them right now, but there's still plenty of time. I mean, it's still plenty of time left in the offseason. Yeah. Well, not for the Reds. They're done, baby. It's yeah, over. That's it's what he said. Kaput. Toast. We're done. I'm fine with it. We're, we, we're fine with it. It's fine. They're done. They'll pick up, you know, they'll do some, they'll get some $1 and $5 lottery scratch offs, you know, and just be mm-hmm. like minor league deal, invite to camp. They spent more than I thought they were going to, honestly. And it came out of, of nowhere, seemingly, because I didn't have those guys on my radar. No. You know? But now, uh, what's so funny is all of the dudes that we wished for on our list, none of them became Reds. Mm-mm. Which is fine. Look, in Crawl I Trust, for sure. But um, it's still a little, little, little surprising. But what did you think of the Frankie move? Because we, Tyler and I talked about it last week. I haven't talked to you about it. Frankie Montas, Montas, one year, sixteen million from uh, the Yankees. Uh, yeah, that'll be fucking uh, pretty cool because that'll be they're adding depth to this to the rotation, which was an issue last year, and that was something I was you know I didn't expect them to spend that amount of money for a one year deal. But that does signal, like, hey, if they're willing to invest that much right now in the offseason for a one-year deal, that gets me more excited. Yeah. Hey, it's only money that's not ours. True. It's only money that's not ours. So. I did no skin off my back. None. I'd rather them spend than trade away prospects and pay someone, and it doesn't work out for one year or two. So, um one thing I really want to talk to you about and kind of focus and haul in and circle the wagons around Okay, uh, is Jonathan India mm-hmm. and what his role is going to be this year. Um, looking at it, I think that the Reds signaled with the... I was wrong with the uh, Jammer Candelario signing, mm-hmm. uh, saying that that was a full indication that they were trading Jonathan India. I was wrong. I'll admit that I was wrong. You better. I'm a man. <laughs> I'm a man. I'm never wrong on this. This guy over here, on the other hand. Oh, he makes some mistakes. <laughs> um, it, it, was, it was more telling that uh, when they signed Jammer Candelario, that they weren't going to trade Jonathan India, but instead they were going to non-tender Nick Senzel, which they did. Again, Shohei Otani and Nick Senzel are making the same amount of money this year. Mm-hmm. I want you to let that settle in for a minute. Yeah, nothing crooked about that. Nothing at all. Nothing wrong. Totally all by the books. But that I think that Jonathan India is going to be your Chris Taylor slash Nick Senzel for this squad. It's, yeah. It's either that or he goes to a, a different team under his own accord because, I mean, you know, he's already invested, what, into an outfield glove and a first baseman's glove? Yeah. He, whereas previously, he's like, no, I'm going to be a middle infield dude. But now he realizes, like, hey, what's best for the team is for me to figure out uh, positions where I can play uh, when some dudes need a rest because he's going to be a liability, you know. <laughs> At second base, we have, like, Matt McClain and all these other great, you know, hands to work with. So Yeah. I mean, defensively, one of the worst second basemen in the game. But on top of that, it's like, well, you need to learn to play first. You already played third. You came up playing third, now second. You played second to a pretty high level. Um, and now you need to learn left and right field because first base is, is log jammed. Second base is log jammed. Third base is log jammed. He can't play shortstop. Mm-hmm. 
So it's like, well, then let's look in the outfield. And you go left field, Spencer Steer, then right behind him. That is where you put Jonathan India. Center field is a little tricky, though. That's where, I, that's where, I'm, where I'm trying to figure out where we have any depth. Because that's where Friel is. Mm -hmm. And then who else? Stuart Fairchild? I mean, hopefully not. Hopefully we can uh, shore up like maybe like another bat, somebody for the outfield. But, I mean, that's going to be a position that we'll probably see Jonathan India play out there. You know, if we have like a, a matchup that we think works best for him to be in the lineup or somebody does need a rest or, you know, there's an injury. We saw plenty of that last season. So, yeah, I think that's going to be the best way for him to make an impact on the team this upcoming season is to be a utility player. Sure. I agree with you. And, like, right field, Will Benson, Jake Fraley, and then you can throw Indy in there. So there's an opportunity for him to get a, to see and get a ton of ABs, but it's like you'd rather play your, you know, your guys that are going to be here for a while. You'd rather play your McLeans at second. You'd rather play Novi Marte or Jammer Candelario at third mm -hmm. instead of being like, I know what I kind of I know what I have with India. And at this point, in the past couple years of this track record, you can almost bank on him missing a good chunk of the season. Yeah, so him like playing like an everyday player you can't really bank on. And I do think that he could potentially be a good like high-leverage situation. He could be a great bat off the bench. Um, he can be a dude that he seems like to thrive on those big moments. So I can see him su succeeding well if the Reds keep him throughout, you know, the year and see if uh you know they just have him like come off the bench yeah and also it can in increase his trade value over the seasons like man if he plays you know the deadline this year i think they said it's set for july 31st so if he's playing well and he's playing you know all over the infield and some of the outfield and he's played in 64 65 games up until that point you feel comfortable being like, hey, man, you get this guy for a couple more years, a couple more seasons under R, but then go, you know, do whatever you please. But, like, it, this is po quite possibly the worst time to trade him, too. Yeah. So, I mean, that's the only spot that I, I, can, I can see really working out for him. Yeah, I don't think the Reds going to try to play him just to beef up his trade potential because you just have, you know, a, a really strong group of uh, infielders that would just be uh, taking a position away from one of them. So yeah, he's going to have to be a utility player if he wants to see any playing time in the field and up until you know the All Star Game trade deadline, we're yeah. not going to see a move made. And what's also interesting, like we didn't, we haven't talked about this. We didn't talk about it last week, and I forgot to bring it up. Uh, Novi Marte shut down for the rest of the of winter ball in Dominican. He messed up his hamstring. Yeah, it's a bummer. Do we know like the extent of that? It was like a messy. I know it's like a hamstring situation because those are always like, hey, it's it's going to take you know weeks. Yeah. Um, we don't know much, but they say he's going to be ready for spring training. Again, you can say he's going to be ready, but will he actually be 100%? We don't know. So there's another thing where it's like, okay, there is. that's where you need India to be like, all right, well, you're sliding in over here yeah. until he's 100%. Or if he's still recovering and it's like, ah, you can send him down to AAA. Yeah, you're not going to want to rush a guy back from a hamstring injury. That's something that where you're going to need to rest it every once in a while. So another uh, option for uh, India to get some playing time. Yeah, 100%. Um, 
And I, you know, like, what has he done? He's He went out with that plurid for fasciitis yeah. last year. And then the uh, year before that was hamstring. Then got drilled at the Field of Dreams game in his calf and then yeah. almost exploded. That was a, a very weird situation. Yeah. They had to air care him out. <laughs> yeah. God. Field of Dreams, baby. <laughs> Lost my calf. Well, I'm feeling these dreams and they hurt. Mm-hmm. Ah! Uh, no, that's the, the morphine we have you on, <laughs> Mr. India. Oh, the corn's talking. <laughs> um, so it's like, yeah, man, you can't uh, you can't just bank on him. So it's like, well, there you go. Here's how this is going to work. Seriously. And again, I mean, the injuries we saw last year coming to play for not just the Reds, but uh, you know, a lot of other teams. Yeah. So depth, not just with pitching, you know, batting and fielding. <laughs> batting, fielding, you know, all the stuff. Uh-huh. This is how we talk about the Reds in January. <laughs> don't forget to pack extra balls. You know, when you first get out, you don't want to be all the way down in Florida and realize you only got like 12. Yeah, and make sure to bring Icy Hot. You're it's just nice to have it. Yeah, you're going to need it. It kind of smells nice, too. Yeah, it tastes good, too. Yeah. Does it taste good? Mm-hmm. Um, also, something we missed, Hector Rodriguez, Reds, like, uh, 16th prospect. Named Dominican Rookie of the Year. Yay! Cool. Congratulations. Great job, buddy. Uh, his slash line, 309, 344, 487, with an OPS of 831. That's pretty good. That's nice, man. Dude, he's 19. Digging it. We got him for Tyler Daquin, and ex- you know, a guy who was going to be a free agent at the end of the year. Dude. I love it. Keep like these young uh, kids coming up here. That's uh, that's awesome. The, the fucking future looks bright. It's getting brighter, baby. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Jose Barrero, not so much. Man, 221, 323, 312 in 30 games so far with 94 plate appearances. Ouchie, wouchie, not good. Yeah, bummer. Still uh, have a lot of uh, faith that that guy can turn around. He's such a, a, a good athlete. You don't wanna, you want to see him doing well. I don't like seeing those numbers. Come I don't on. like it. I don't like it. Mm-mm. I don't like it. I hope he turns it around. I like that guy a lot. Yeah. Highly touted. He just, you know, it just hasn't happened yet. You feel bad for him. But sometimes it's crazy to say this doesn't work out. Yeah, sometimes things just don't uh, don't work out. Life life is strange that way. But you know, he's still super young. Got plenty of time to click there, and who knows what's going to happen. He he is young in the terms of like a like youth and like age, but he is twenty five. Mm-hmm. You kind of sort of need him to figure something out in AAA this year. Yeah. Do you think it's going to be a situation? I know we're kind of jumping around here, but do you think it's a situation where he's got a lot going on in between the ears with the amount of depth that the Reds are dealing with? Sure. And he was once kind of a, a top prospect that a lot of people were talking about, and all of a sudden he's not even brought up in conversation. Could be. Seemingly. It could be. He could be overthinking it. It could be a head thing, and that's something where you, like, you know, you go see, a, you go talk to the sports psychologist, you figure it out, and you get it together, and hopefully something clicks. I really hope that something clicks for him this spring. I, w- I don't know what the, the issue is. I haven't watched any Dominican ball. I yeah. barely We barely watched him last year. Mm-hmm. You know where he could go, and I think they were playing him there last year that could really help the legs. What's that? Center field. Woo, yeah, let him stretch it out. Stretch it out. He's got the speed. He's an athlete. I'd rather have him in center field than take Ellie from shortstop and put him in center 100%. field. 100%. You know, you can risk it with this guy. I'd rather have him out there, too, than uh, Chris Fairchild. Stewart? 
Stuart. <laughs> Chris Fairchild. Did you confuse Chris Fairbanks yes. and Stuart Fairchild? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There you go. I knew where I'll you were going. I'll do it again, too. <laughs> <laughs> Stop me. I'll mispronounce so many goddamn names. I'm going to give a shit. Oh, Chris, I'm never wrong with <laughs> Yeah, that's me. That's me. <laughs> I'm never wrong. You've heard of me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're a legend in the streets, dude. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, I, I, yeah, that's that's something I would like to see and see what develops. And uh, you know, maybe there's some off chance that they sign the guy who's a minor league, who's on a minor league deal, who's an invitee, goes crazy, and there you go. You're like, oh my gosh, that's the Reds' backup center fielder. You know, kind of like what happened in 2018. They they signed this guy. He goes absolutely crazy in mm-hmm. spring training. Like, what do we have to lose to play him in second? And then has one of the best year and a half stretch like stretches mm-hmm. of a baseball player in a red uniform. You know what I'm talking about? I think so. Scoot, scoot, baby. Yeah. Uh, why not? Yeah. And then he blew up his hamstring, and then was never the same. But he holds a place right here in my heart. Mm-hmm. I, love that. I love that guy. Yeah, it was pretty nice. He was pretty great. Had those four bombs. God, he had so many bombs. Mm-hmm. I think he had like, didn't he have like eighteen yep. at that in that year and a half stretch? Nineteen. <laughs> he had something like that. I'd have to look at this baseball reference, but it was. Uh, he was magic for for a year. Yeah, dude. He surely was. Here we go. I've got it pulled up right here, buddy. Bang. Twenty eighteen, dude. In 154 games, 310, 357, 490, OPS plus a 125, 92 ribs, 30 doubles, 23 homers. It's just wild. Dude, he was so good. And then even the year before, 2017, 295, 342, 531 in 141 games, 27 homers, 97 ribbies. That God. And then just the hamstring exploded. And then he was, you know, he played in 21 games for the Reds, and they shipped him off to to San Francisco. Yeah, they're just and, drops. And combined in 100 and, or 42 games, 226, 245, 323 OPS, plus a 46. I mean, he was just bad. It just, it just disappeared. Yeah. One will never figure out. He had some nice shame. numbers there, though. Yeah, he did. For a hot minute. An incredible stretch. An incredible bonker stretch. Um, so we talked about people that we, the Red signed no one from our list. Um, and one that we wanted, who the, who ended up getting signed, mm-hmm. Teoscar Hernandez. One year's $23 million signed with, say it with me everybody, the Los Angeles Dodgers. God. And then uh, how much of that is deferred? So out of the $23 million, $15 million of it is getting paid to him this year. So that puts it at, you know, what, 12, 10, um, $8 million of it's deferred. Mm-hmm. You got it. Deferring $8 million, like at this point, as much as they fucking spent, what is that $8 million going to do? Nothing. I mean, they're they have more money than God. It doesn't really matter. No, they're like the fe- they're like the Federal Reserve. It doesn't matter. They can just print it. <laughs> yeah, they can just yeah yeah. You can get your Dodger bucks. <laughs> the Federal Reserve is borrowing money from the Dodgers. <laughs> yeah, Joe Biden's calling them up. It's like, hey, can you print me more money? And they're like, we're the 
Go get you some more Dodger dollars. Hold on there, pal. <laughs> get me another ball cap, too. <laughs> Send it on over. Make sure it's backwards. <laughs> what if Joe Biden becomes George W. Bush? That's, I only got a few I can do. <laughs> <laughs> that, you got that one? Okay. Uh, my, my Joe Biden's just like... My Joe Biden's just means are just like looking at the sun. <laughs> it's not words. You have to like really squint your eyes. Say Jack and lick an ice cream. <laughs> Tell you here, Jack. <laughs> Licking your lips. Yeah, you you have to own aviators. Aviators. Cool world like a bomber, like a sick leather bomber jacket. Mm, smelling kids' hair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a hobby of mine. <laughs> His name was Popcorn. <laughs> Bad dude, that dude, popcorn Willis. So I just think it's it just it just sucks that they just keep adding and they just keep going and who knows maybe they'll sign Josh Hader and it'll all be deferred because he's like I just want to win and everyone's like I just want to win and the funny thing is is everyone could go over there and be like I just want to win and then they don't fucking win that would be awesome that is so sweet that is one of those things it's hard not to root for their demise as soon as you see like how unfair uh, the playing field is and it's rigged in their favor from the top down yep so I mean fuck this team so hard <laughs> Yeah, I'm sick and tired of people's takes going like, you know, your team could do this. Your team, you know, you all have the same. No, my team can't do this. Just pick yourself up by the bootstraps. <laughs> it's a good thing we're paying players. If you think about it, we're actually not paying them. Mm. What they're doing is they're paying them less down the road as inflation catches up with the rest of those contracts. It is such bullshit. I, I hate that take. I hate it that they're like, <laughs> out here we're spending money no you have ious basically what the dodgers have done is gone up to all of these players and they've given them a briefcase like a dumb and dumber mm. and they open it and there isn't money in there it's just like what an iou for ice cream gonna want to hold on to that <laughs> that was from joe biden that was from joe <laughs> that was joe's iou for purple for light blue and orange tuxedos <laughs> yeah it's like that that is what's happening and who knows what they do next, but I want them to be done. Yeah, it's getting crazy. I mean, the people that are running MLB, uh, a, little, a little lost in their own sauce. Well, they aren't lost. The problem is that it's all in the CBA. They agreed upon it, and then the Dodgers were like, well, well, well. You know how we have a multi-billion dollar TV deal, mm -hmm. unlike a lot of other clubs. You know how we have a global reach, unlike a lot of other clubs, and spend and sell a shit ton of beer, shit ton of hot dogs. All of our games are always sold out. We can charge $800 to just look at our parking lot. Yeah, they have Scientology backing them. This is insane. <laughs> And people are like, well, your team could have done this. No, they couldn't. The Cincinnati Reds could not have gone to Shohei Otani and been like, hey, bud, do you want to come play by our stinky river? We'll give you $2 million a year and the rest is deferred and we'll pay you out Skyline gift cards. Not happening. No, no, no. We're just not competing. No, oh, oh, it's just infuriating. So Teoscar goes. His bat speed's incredible. The guy pounds the baseball. He might swing at stupid shit, but guess what? It doesn't matter when everybody else in that lineup doesn't swing at stupid shit. Yeah, you can swing away in that lineup. Yeah. Mookie, it doesn't matter because you've got, you know, you're going to be... Freddie Freeman. Mookie Bad, Shoei Otani, Max Muncy. Gah! I... Ah. Yeah, it's going to be fun seeing them not make the playoffs. James Altman, it's God, I hate him. 
They'll be getting out in the first round. It'll be super fun. That'd be great. Yeah. That'd be awesome if they win like 127 games. <laughs> uh, I get swept in the first round. Um, I can see Clayton Kershaw right now. I'm just crying. <laughs> Again? Mm. Oh, God. Well, he's, you know, I guess he's not back till June. So they'll sign him and they'll be like, hey, do you want to sign a one-year $100 million deal? 99.7 million of it's deferred. Mm-hmm. God. <laughs> for you to come in for an inning and a half, <laughs> get, give up nine runs in the playoffs. Oh, give me that. Mm-hmm. I want that. Give me that right now. So <clears throat> it's just, yeah, it's just, it's just ridiculous. It's almost as ridiculous as Trevor Bauer's apology tour. Yeah, it's pretty bad. It's hilarious. Mm, and uh, if you haven't seen it, uh, it's it's just him apologizing. He's got a jail between his legs. I'm so sorry. And regardless of how you feel about uh, the conduct of the lady that they're currently talking about, he has, there was two other situations. So he's got a total of three ladies that have uh, filed stuff. Two of them have been settled and done with. Mm-hmm. And then one, they're still in the process of dealing with. According, is those are the words from Mr. Bauer himself, which are, one, we're still dealing with. Yeah, when you can't legally say something at the time, that's never a good situation for your defense. <laughs> no, yeah. You know, it's like, I'd love to con- uh talk about the situation of how I'm not a complete monster, but legally I can't get into it. But like he's he like attracts all this sort of uh attention, these sorts of people with these sorts of behaviors. So it's not uncommon for him to be around uh this sort of ilk. So even if he is like innocent for this situation, he still did a lot of nefarious things to even get close enough to where that could happen. My favorite thing is was a part of either the WFAN interview or the Fox News interview. Because that's where you go uh, to say that you're sorry is Fox News and to say that the suits were rigged. But uh, uh, my favorite part was him just going and being like, oh, yeah, no, I'm no longer participating in casual sex. I missed that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, right. That was such a lawyer line. It's like, make sure you say the casual sex line. Uh, Our case hinges on the fact that you're a reformed individual that no longer punches women in the face. Regardless if it's consensual. Do not say it was consensual donkey punching. Don't do it. Don't do it. Just say, I am no longer participating in casual sex. Instead, I'm entering into the draft to compete in professional sex. <laughs> professional. Yeah, it's no longer casual. It's professional. It's professional. It's paid. Uh, I need to start like my own like uh, W-2. I need to get that going. Yeah. He's an independent contractor. Hey. hey. That's nice. Thank you. Uh, tip of the cap. Mm. But yeah, dude, it's so freaking funny. That and then saying like, you know, he's like, you know, I was wrong for saying all those things about baseball and my employer. And I've looked and I've reflected and I've really grown up saying I, you know, I shouldn't have said those things. I shouldn't have called out my boss like that. I 100% guarantee you he does not feel bad about those tweets he is just saying it because he wants a job again absolutely there's no part of me that felt that there is any amount of sincerity <laughs> with no. that interview that he gave i mean none of that was the the body language i have ever seen from trevor bauer no but i mean if you really want to fuck up your algorithm you can watch that interview on fox nation 
<laughs> Fox Nation! Yeah, bro. You know what? I would much rather be in Nasty Nation than Fox Nation. Tell you that right now. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm. A lot more of us know how to read. Very true. We yeah. welcome all sorts of people. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly vaccinated. Anyway. <laughs> um, so, yeah, dude, the whole... What was the other thing with that is... Uh, you know, he said that, and then the suit he was wearing looked like his mom picked it out for him. Yeah. His body language, too, he was, like, hunched over, and he was like, yeah, I'm just, like, really saw, I'm really sorry. He was drawing, like, on his kid's plate that he had in front of him. I didn't mean to. <laughs> I didn't mean to. Can I draw on the desk? Yeah, he says, I love you, Dad. <laughs> yeah, it was so dumb, and it was, it was funny because, like, the Fox News anchor, they really liked, they... Made sure to tell you he's from the Los Angeles Dodgers that they were canceling this poor young boy's career. <laughs> this innocent millionaire. This innocent. Yeah, it was funny because they were talking about the the first case, and then Trevor gave his whole spiel about I'm so you know none of that was you know happened. It was really really sorry. And they're like, okay, and what about the other two? He's like, we cannot talk. About <laughs> we are not. Well, the other two two were settled. This one isn't, and I can't talk about it. Yeah. And thank God a countersuiter so I could get in the video, bro. It's just it's like, no matter what, like, you're still going to look like a dork. Yeah. Like, you're still going to look bad. And even with that one case floating around out there, if you sign him, the guy is still going to bring in his steady, cup, steady cam and film himself and do his vlogs. Yeah. He's still going to be the, the Bauer brand. Even, yeah, uh, taking uh, out all the stuff we were just talking about as uh, that case, uh, he's still a douche. <laughs> like, he's still bringing in this douchey atmosphere, promoting his brand, and is being constantly, like, uh, the center of attention and seemingly not a good mix for anyone's clubhouse. And this is before these uh, allegations is what he was saying. Yeah. So, fuck him. I, don't, I just don't see his... I just don't see his... I don't see him changing. And I, I feel like... You know, this is the, the, the people were like, this is the last thing he needed to do before a team could be like, yeah, we gotta, you got to sign him. I'm like, no, baseball doesn't want that distraction. Baseball doesn't want to have a negative cloud, a big black cloud over it with him being like, well, this guy, you know, he wasn't allowed to play because of the thing. And then there's still a thing when the focus right now is the Los Angeles Dodgers. Exactly. And doing all of this and building all this positive momentum. Albeit, like, you know, I, the, a ton of eyeballs on the sport getting ready for day one when that super team takes the field that we hate. But they don't want to disrupt, to, to defer from that and having any news come out with just, uh, well, Bauer's back. He's in, he's pitching for the Miami Marlins. And then every day we hear about it on SportsCenter yeah. or somewhere else. It's just like, has that case been settled? You thought hearing about Taylor Swift in football was obnoxious. Oh. You will never hear the end of Trevor Bauer, and he's a legit bad person. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go on record as saying that. He's a legit bad person. You know else is a pretty bad person? Wanda Franco. For sure. Woo, buddy. He's, he, is, he is screwed. Rightfully fucked, this guy. Dude. I mean, there's, I mean, there's no way he comes back and plays. Yeah, he doesn't. He's never going to come back and play, let alone probably never step foot in the United States again. Yeah. That's how fucked he is. He fled 
the country. <laughs> he fly. No, he stayed in Dominican. He was just hopping around. He was just out in the water, just flying, squirreling around, you know, dodging the authorities. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know how innocent people dodge the police? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so a lot more worse stuff came out that was already horrifying about uh, Wander Franco. He uh, knewingly was in the He knewingly knew she was 14. You know, he checked her ID and then he let her into the club. That was one. Um, I didn't realize. It was at the club. Was at the clubhouse. No, no, no. I'm saying the club being Club Fran Franco. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Like okay, into yeah. his into his life. Okay, okay. For a second, I was like, oh my god, did it happen? Like in the the fucking clubhouse at Tampa Bay? That'd be <laughs> that'd be gross. Yeah, that'd be wild, dude. If something I, that that's something that would never come out, ever. Period. End of story. Yeah. Ever. Um, if it did or didn't, doesn't matter because. I think it all just took place in the Dominican when he was down there. Knew she was 14 and said uh, that he knew it was wrong and that he was risking everything, but did it for the thrill. Wow, dude. That is... That's effed up. That's wild. Did it for the thrill. And, and uh, it doesn't get any better because uh, the mother knew about it and was mm. requesting a certain amount of money. Uh -huh. So the mother was co-signing on this horrendous crime uh, of her daughter. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They're charging her with, like, money laundering. Uh, probably getting off a little light. I mean, it's also, I mean, I would say, I, I don't know about it, but trafficking, that's, like, the first thing my mind goes to. She's also getting, they're both getting slapped with trafficking. Yeah, okay. Um, dude, you did it because you enjoyed the thrill. Go skydiving. <laughs> There's so many ways to get a thrill. And you have so many options. Do what Mason Bumgarner get, did. Pool riding. Go go snorkeling. I don't know. Drive an F1 car around a track a couple times. Don't find a thrill in a child. Yeah. That's crazy. Go hang out in the bed with Trevor Bauer. See what happens. <laughs> if you're really looking for a thrill, I promise you that is less fucked up than what you were doing. Dude, he, he heard about Epstein's Island and he said, wait till you see what I can do in this country. Yeah, he's trying to start something in the Dominican. Oh, oh my goodness. God. Yeah, this was uh, awful. It's fucking wild. And this is probably something else you probably will, the MLB will not want to talk, obviously not want to talk about. So, no. probably hear less and less about Wander Franco and hopefully less and less about Trevor Bauer because there's there's no good outcomes for them and they don't really I mean especially Wander Franco. Okay, question. Yes. Would you rather talk about Wander Franco and Trevor Bauer or how much better the Dodgers are gonna get? Cause no matter what, all fucked. Yeah, we're getting fucked either way. Either way. Boy howdy. Uh, man, I'd probably rather talk about the Dodgers because, like, I could probably I could keep talking about how much I hate like them from like a, a capitalist standpoint and them rigging a game that I love. Where this is just like it's just depleting of your emotions. It's terrible. But yeah, the Dodgers. Uh, I can talk about how much yeah. I hate them all day. So what's crazy with this is that they're lessening his charges, but it still could potentially hold up his visa. He won't be able to come back to the United States, which means then the Dodgers, or not the Dodgers, sorry, Dodgers are on the mic. The Rays can completely void that contract and get out of it. 
Yeah, it's just one of those things like they've never come across like something like this before. So that'd be terrible. I mean, all this is terrible. Yeah. But getting like the nitty gritty of like the contract here, you'd figure like the Rays shouldn't then have to. It'd be terrible. If this guy got rewarded with that amount of money. It didn't play, and it's just he's just hanging out in the Dominican, yeah. avoiding uh, the charges that he would be facing here, and probably severe stuff. Bauer got his full contract. That's crazy. Yeah. That's. I understand. I mean, it's the Dodgers, and they can probably doesn't really mean as as much. But it's still like just one of those things that you can just fuck up so badly, but you're you're saved by. I mean, I don't know. It yeah. just seems crazy. Yeah. No, it's nuts. And uh, here's my the other thing. With the last thing I'll say on it is uh, is MLB has still commented and said uh, we still have not conducted our investigation. I think the Dominicans already done it for you, bud. Yeah, I mean, this is a pretty, like, it's a smoking gun here. He said so much that is yeah. there's no misconstruing what happened here. So I think there, there there's definitely a whole bunch of legal stuff going on here between the MLB, uh, Wander, and his whole legal system, as well as the Rays. Yeah. So I'm sure it's going to be a while before we hear anything about it, and it'll just be very brief. Extremely brief. It'll just be, all right, no, 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 he guilty, he gone, bye, bye, bye. And then, like, we'll never talk about it again. But you, Yeah, you thought you didn't hear much about uh, the Astros uh, cheating scandal from the MLB. <laughs> you will hear so little no, about this. You'll hear nothing. You'll The only place you can get that information, right here. That's not true. You can get it from a lot of places. Yeah, there's a lot. It's all over the web. Yeah, it's, it's all over. We, we make it sound more fun. Yeah. We make it more palatable for you. Yeah. We'll give you a couple chuckles when we're talking we'll about dating out. a fourteen-year-old. Yeah, we'll censor out some of the sad stuff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, man, I think it's it's just sad. It's crazy, and um, the other thing it kind of shows you is how tight-lipped those dudes were in the in the clubhouse. Because like there was the video of him with Jose Siri, I think that's who it was, and he was like, "Yeah, man, don't let him get to you." All this stuff when he was going live, dude. Yeah, remember that? I wonder if like how much they actually because I'm sure. He had to have told some people. Some people had For to have sure. known. I mean, if he's that candid about how he felt about the situation, yeah, I, I just don't see like some of the team not knowing. Remember when they suspended him from the team for a little bit and they said that he needed to grow up? Oh, Jesus Christ. That's, what, that's <laughs> not it. So maybe they were trying to pri privately say, you know, it was veiled. Just like, stop hang you should probably stop hanging out with kids. Yeah, get away from <laughs> oh, those schools, dog. Wow. What? Oh, boy, howdy. Wow. Not great. Not a good look, but you know what? Here's what matters. The Reds are going to be good this year, and we'll be here to talk about them. Um, hopefully something happens again next week. They make some signings or some other stuff goes down, maybe some stuff in the Dominican Baseball League. That involves our 19-year-old <laughs> being good at baseball. Yes. And that's all that he's doing. He's just being good at baseball. That is all the stuff we'll talk about in the Dominican from Dominican. now on. Dominican. God, it's so funny. Um, uh, next week, let's um, let's really break down this rotation of the infield and let's see how it's all going to work out. Just a little little shadowing. Is Novi Marte going to have to spend time in AAA? We'll break it down. We'll figure it out. We won't figure it out in January. We're just we're just you know. We're going to try and figure it out. We speculate here. That's what we do. Yes. It's the off season. Oh, God. It's speculating is our favorite thing. Let's round third and head for home. Let's do it. Uh, what do you have coming up? 
Commonwealth Sanctuary. This Saturday, I'll be there with my good buddy Phil Pointer. We'll be co-headlining and also a uh, friend of the pod, John Holmes. He's going to be on it as well. Come nice. check that out if you are in Dayton, Kentucky. And it's a really, really nice uh, newer club. Uh, they're doing good things. Nice. Um, I will be at The Comet January 27th featuring for Simon Taylor, who's been on The Tonight Show. Very funny fella. Get your tickets at, uh, at bombswaycomedy.com. They will sell out. He does have a fan base. There are limited seats, so come do that. That's that's what I have most recently cool. coming up. Uh, well, July, uh, July, Jesus, February 4th and 5th or 5th and 6th, I'm going to be at uh, Commonwealth Sanctuary featuring. So, Hell yeah. There's another one for you. Cool. Cool. Oh, gosh. My legs. I got to stretch out my gams. Uh, we got to get out of here, gang. We're going to stretch out Billy. You're going right. to stretch me out. Uh, thank you to Sports Drink for hosting the audio of this podcast. Um, thank you to In The Clutch. Go there right now. 10% off. Use the promo code Nasty Boys. Get all your cool stuff. The Bengals didn't make the playoffs, but uh, there's some cool... Playoff themed tees that you could get there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so definitely check that out. And thank you for uh, let me come in and come and hang out in the fart dunge. Hey, anytime, man. Stink it up and talk about the Reds. Yeah, it's more stank to the walls here. Mm-hmm. And thank you for watching and listening. And as always, go red legs. Go red legs. <laughs> <laughs>